Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, happy Wednesday, episode 896 of Coach Unplugged. Today we're going to look at office hours. We're just going to dive in, let you listen to um, just a couple of us talking hoops. Sometimes it's 10 or 12 or 20 of us. Sometimes it's two or three of us, but I think you'll really enjoy, you know, it's like 30 minutes of us just talking hoops, talking basketball. Um, one of the many things that we offer over at teachhoops.com, not only office hours, but one-on-one calls with me, my personal email and phone number and, and uh, you know, connections with other, the other members on top of all the resources, just the resources alone. When you start doing the videos, tens of thousands of dollars worth of videos. But anyway, so go over and check it out. 14 day free trial. Also go over and check out teachhoops.com um, for coaches who want to get better. I, what I love about the shooting machine, shooting machine's not going to necessarily make you a better shooter, but it's purposeful workouts. It's like, it makes them, you know, um, you know, we all got enough guys that can just stand and shoot, but what's great about Dr. Dish is they, they, they put stuff out on Twitter and Facebook and all sorts of stuff where you can use a machine as a purposeful tool. It's a great tool for you. Mention coach unplugged and they'll give you $350 off. Um, and let's head off to the podcast. I think you're going to enjoy this one. Um, yep. Uh, cause we play quite a bit of zone. What are your thoughts on doing like a triangle or, you know, like a building a wall or something. What are your thoughts on that? Because we do what most people do is the ball goes up, they just kind of watch the ball. But if there's a spot they could actually go to to kind of build a wall, what are your thoughts on that? So what do you think? You're thinking like running as a zone defense? No, no, no. So just, just to box out. So we're, we're in a – Oh, as a, a practice to, or as actually to, doing to it? To practice in, in order to do it in a game, though to actually do it again. So we're in a two, three zone. The shot goes up here on this side. We know most likely it's going to go on this side is my guys just always like build a wall. And then this guy comes over. Yeah, I would, I would, I would, if you're, if you're working out of it, out of a two, three, what I would do is 
um, put four guys on the outside and the three bottom guys and have them work on boxing out first. You know what I'm saying? So put one. So if you drew it up, put one guy in the corner. If you're just working on rebounding, yep, put one guy there. Yep, put one guy like uh, top of the key at the elbow extended. Put another guy to a little bit, yep, in the corner. And then a fourth guy somewhere outside. Yep. And then the, put the three bottom guys on the bottom like they're running the two, three. And then they got to go find – they got to go work on what you're saying. They got to go find somebody. You know what I'm saying? So so these are – then put in the defensive guys? Like in then the put in the three – put in the three – only the three defensive guys. So they got four. They got to box out. Okay. So, so what you're saying, what what you're saying is right. They're gonna have to go find somebody, um, the closest men, and then make a basically, like you said, kind of make a wall. Otherwise, that fourth guy is gonna creep in. So, do you like that idea? I mean, this is an awesome way to practice it. But once we practice it, do you like that idea of doing that in the game of trying to build? A I do. I do. It, it, they got to go find a body though. So I like when I'm running a two, three to think of it as terms. I refer always refer to it as a matchup. So they got to go find somebody no matter what, like don't just turn, go find a body to box out. Now, sometimes we'll have two people boxing one guy out and one guy open. As long as we got kind of a little semi wall, we're okay. Um, but I like to keep them responsible where they got to go find somebody. But I guess the problem, which I think everybody has, man, because when we do man, see, but with zone, I feel like that when they when they're trying to box out, since they don't necessarily have this guy, they don't do anything. I was just right, that. and that's why you got to practice them going finding somebody. Do you like just finding someone, or do you like? I do. I like finding someone that's instead close. of trying to build a wall or anything like that. Or the wall's hard because they're not always going to be next to each other. There's going to be opposite side. I. I I mean, it will work. It's, it's just harder to teach it. It's easier to keep them all responsible to go find somebody. So even like we do a lot of one three one, same thing there is just principles. You just got to find someone. So You better go find a body. There's going to be somebody closest to you that you better go find. Okay. I just I think that, I mean, from having done that, I'm not a big rebounding drill guy, um, other than maybe a couple that I showed you. But we, you got to emphasize if if you emphasize rebounding every day, especially in the zone, they'll rebound. You really got to emphasize it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Because that's the thing. If they do drills, they're great. But then when you put them out in the, it's not. It doesn't work. It, especially with rebounding, it doesn't work. But I, um, yeah, I, I, I think that's the easiest thing to do. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, if I ask the question or two more, if that's cool. Yep. yep. Um, Go ahead. So no, just jumped in, but he can jump in and ask him questions. Go ahead. Okay. The other question is just um, if you're playing a, a team that uh, my general rule is I send one guy back, the other four crash the board. If you're playing a team that's really just loves to play in transition, um, what's the best way to teach the kids in practice to get back? I mean, do you just tell them just don't crash the boards, just turn around, look for the ball. And if you don't get the ball, sprint back or do you send more guys back? Do you understand my question? I do. I do. So you're saying you're saying um, you're playing a team like the Lakers or Grinnell that want to get down. So you want to make sure you you want to make sure you have guys back to protect the rim. That's what you're telling me. 
Yep. So, uh, so as soon as the ball goes, as soon as its shot is taken, they're back. So don't even look for the rebound. Just so do you tell all five guys. That's why four and one is probably the best way to do it. That one guy's just back. Just get back. Now your other four are going to have to rebound like no tomorrow, but yeah. Um, it's their offensive glass. So even sending two guys back, you're just not going to get as many offensive rebounds. So I guess my question is, does it make more sense? I have a general rule, one guy back, everybody crashes. Does it make more sense to practice sending two guys or three guys back or just have everybody go back in order for them to actually do it in a game when it actually matters? Do you understand my question? I, yeah, it depends on how good they are, honest <laughs> with you. I mean, I play teams that as soon as the ball goes up, we don't even try to get the offensive rebound. Um, How do you teach your team, your players, to go from four people crashing to three people? That's my question. It's, it's not e- It's not easy. Um, it's every. It's everything we do in practice. Those two or three days before we play. Um, I'm yelling, get back, get back, get back, and it's just you got to reinforce it. Um, that's why usually the best case scenario is three and two. Three guys still crashing to keep them honest, and two guys are always sprinting back. Okay, so so maybe that'd be a better way is just I assign one other person just to just not even rebound. Yeah, you know? because think about it. Even if they get a long, even if they get a long rebound, it might be two on two, or it might be three on two. It's not going to be five on two, unless my other three guys are just standing there and waving at their girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so maybe that's why you you won't you won't if you if you have those two guys get back, you won't give up any layups. You might give up some. You might give up some open threes or quick threes, maybe if they if they really get three guys out. Three and two is usually the way I go. I could probably name the teams I've spent sent everybody back, and they were really good. Um, but there aren't that many that can do that. All right, cool. Um, I, I don't mean to interrupt. If uh, no, do you got any questions? You could jump in if you have questions. I mean, I'm I'm I just, I came I came in, and I, honestly, I was I was thinking you were talking about four out four out, one in. I thought you were talking about offense. And then I was oh. like, oh, you're talking about rebounding instead. So like, we were talking about rebounding. You jumped in halfway through. Yeah, we were talking about rebounding. And he yeah. was worried about a team transitioning back fast. Uh, so he usually goes four and one, um, which is usually what I do. Sometimes I'll go five and oh and just say, go ahead. If we're really fast, I'll go five oh. I'll send everybody the offensive class. And if we do this, that's good. Um, but I, three and two tends to work. Three to the offensive glass hard, and two back tends to work. Okay. That's perfect. Um, but yeah, that's what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's like jumping halfway in. Yeah, because I was like, I don't know. I'm sorry, go ahead. Do you have a question? Oh, I was going to say, so like, what if what if all five on the court are guards, like, and you have no bigs? Like, would you still? Then I, then, then I send everybody to the offensive glass. Okay. Right. I'm, a nuisance, I'm a nuisance. I hate to – Personally, I hate playing teams like that too. Because when you send five, then they then they sometimes when you get the rebound, they'll even harass you after the rebound, mm-hmm. and then that kind of lets everyone else get back. So, um, and the bigs don't like when five little guards crash the boards. Um, now, it's it's hard to defend and do other things. Yeah, there's weaknesses to that. You'd love to have all the six four long kids, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it really depends on your team, too. I mean, my teams have always offensive rebounded well. But, I, you know, I've told Mark this, that my rule is if you get an offensive rebound, then you get to do the ball. You can shoot or do whatever you want with it at that point. So, 
my guys go pretty hard. I'll never yell at them for taking a bad shot when they get an offensive rebound. So they get really selfish real fast. Like <laughs> they want, they know that they can get two or the good ones can get two or three offensive rebounds a game at least. Right. And those are, you know, close to the basket. But, cool. Yeah. I, I, would, I had one other one. Um, okay. If, if I can, and then I'll yep. shut or, or lead probably. Um, so this year on, the <laughs> in, on inbounds, um, I was going to try to do something a little different than what we've done in the past. So the other defending the inbounds, the baseline outbounds. Yep. Uh, is to do like a one, three, one, you know, I've seen some teams do that. Yep. Um, and then drop back into a two, three. Uh, just because I don't like to play man on inbounds and two, three, you know, you give us some shots too. So uh, just kind of a, a one, three, one. So they're inbound the ball, a one, three, one. These guys kind of moving around and falling back into a two, three. You're going to have that bottom guy come to the top then? Which guy? The guy guarding the ball. Uh, I was going to have him guard the ball and just be between the ball the the uh, yeah, but once they kick the ball out to the top of, to the half court, yeah, yeah. Where he, this guy yeah, comes then... here. This guy's in the two three. Oh, okay. This, this guy goes here probably. That's probably the right rotation, right? Yeah, or or that or in a normal one three one, the the, the the bottom guy tends to be a guard. Like, yes. This so you can always pop that bottom guy all the way up because he'll tend to be the, a smaller guard in a one three one. Right. So. So this guy feels it. No, I usually have that. I sometimes have that bottom guy go all the way up and be part of the two of the two three. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this guy. That guy. Okay, so maybe that'd be a better way. Okay. Yeah, I just say you're always going to go up. Yep. And then the other guy pops over. Just because when we do do a two three zone on the inbounds, the shots in the corner, the screen and and shot in the corner is where we always give up a few. So I I thought I could spread it out. Yeah, you spread there and then then the. Make a rule so they know when to get back into the two three. So say when it gets above the top of the key or something, um, just make it real simple for them. You know, because if they lob it over, we're out of it. Like we're done. We're in the two three. So just let them know because unless automatically, if it goes to the corner, are you going to go to the two three or does it have to go? Yeah, my rule is just going to be just the. That's a good question. I was just thinking just two, three always, but maybe I'd have to think about that. Yeah, so you got to play with that because if there's any question about what they're in, it's a problem. Right. Yeah, I was thinking just automatically it's two, two, three every time. Okay, so as soon as as the ball comes in, that bottom guy busts up and then you're in it. Done. Yeah. You just got to make the rule because if you don't make the rule, then someone will get an open three and then it was your fault. It was your fault. It was your fault. Well, no, it's like kind of that. Yeah. Especially with so this, teenage boys. So this was my follow up question actually. So at the end of the game, I have a, a set um, kind of trapping that has different angles that I don't use any part of the rest of the game. And so um, like I, I set it up, like uh, my plan is to set it like a one, four, just kind of give it a different look as they're bringing the ball down. And then it goes into a different trapping formation. Okay. So I was just trying to keep it really simple for them. So I was just wondering my inbounds play, if I can kind of do the same setup is a four, one, and these guys kind of, kind of pivot back a little bit. Yep. Would that make sense? It just, cause I'm trying to keep it simple. It's always, yeah, I, w- I think, yeah, I think that's, that would work perfect. Yeah. Okay. Just keep it really okay. simple. Yeah. 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 Okay. You can always that you can always get. It's harder to go from complicated to simple than it is to go from simple to complicated. So, I always say, especially quick hitters, anything you do, make it simple first, and then add the complicated stuff. Um, 
because again, teenage boys' brains don't work the other way. They're thinking about what they're doing Saturday night kind of thing. Right. So, okay, cool. Thanks. All right. Yep. No problem. Hey, no, I heard you talk to Mark today, huh? Yeah, I did. I mean, honestly, uh, I was kind of, I got caught off guard. I didn't expect it. So, which is fine. I was driving, but it was great stuff um, that he was talking to me about, actually. Um, Okay. It's a whole, I feel like I kind of threw the whole bus at him in terms of questions. Uh, It's so much. I remember last time we talked, we were like, uh, I was in the, like, we were working in the gym. And it's been very interesting since then. So, like, coaching-wise, still coaching them in the right. gym. Haven't had any issues, thankfully. That's had good. It. But, you know, now that, like, I'm running it, you know, like, now I'm on, <laughs> I'm on the administrative side, coach. And it's just, it's a lot. I, start a so, notebook, man. Start, start a spreadsheet, Google sheet. Start something because your brain's going to, like, run. I, I would even have a little notebook next to your bed because it's like, that's the way I am. It's like, oh, I'll, I'll roll over and it's like, oh, crud, I got to remember to do that. Or crud, I didn't order those. Or crud, I, you know, it's your mind's always running. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like being a parent in, in some respects. But, um, and you're not going to think about it until it happens. That's why I thought he'd be good. He might, I thought he might help with um, at least some of the stuff you haven't probably thought about. Um, no, I mean, he helped me. He helped me a lot. I thought about, so everyone, the whole concept of COVID, everyone is so, it's so sensitive, coach. So like. Oh, it's sensitive. It's only going to get worse. <laughs> trust me too. So where are you? Lo- remember, remind me where you're located again. New York. New, new York, York City or New York State? Uh, new York City. Sorry. So I, I live oh, in we, we play in the city, New York City. You're in Queens. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, um, oh, yeah. It's going to get wild when after the election mm-hmm. and, um, New Year's. And, uh, in the New Year's. Yeah. Hold on. I got to show you. See if I can find. I was taking, I don't know if you know anything about Madison, Wisconsin, but very liberal, very, uh, like where I live in Dane County, the actual county that Madison, Wisconsin is in. Mm-hmm. is a is ext- well i mean we'll get biden will get like 90 percent of the vote in our <laughs> county but yeah. this came out it said vote it said it says vote biden on it and it says remove tough orange stains and this is all around my neighborhood <laughs> right now it is so funny it's like tied and stuff it's pretty funny. that's very um, it, it's very creative i thought oh my god i'm gonna walk in my dogs i go that's creative i've seen the one with the side hair thing but um mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. It is. It's a sensitive, it's a political and sensitive thing right now. And it's crazy. Yeah. It's bad. Like last, last yesterday, coach, someone wanted a refund because like the kids, some kids on the 16 year team weren't wearing a mask. So, right. And I understand that. So my whole thing is before I took over in a sense, my kids, they had to wear a mask, but as long as it was underneath their chin, as long as they had it on when they went to right. bath, put it on yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, I know when you're doing a lot of athletic activity, it's hard when you're breathing in the carbon. It is. It is dangerous. It's like that's one side of the of the of the coin. The other side is like, okay, if I just have them underneath the mask, how are people going to complain? I haven't had any complaints from my team, thankfully. Right. But they're supposedly coming out with some new ones that are easier to play with. Hey, everybody. Hope you're enjoying the podcast as much as I am. Please go over and check our website, teachhoops.com, for coaches who want to get better. Uh, 14-day free trial. It's got it's got office hours. It's got one-on-one calls. It's got 
handouts. It's got practice plans. It's got how to do just, it's a, it's got a roadmap for you. That's what you need, a roadmap. Um, so go over and check that out. Again, it helps us keep the lights on. It helps us keep this, 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 uh, train a chugging um subscribe and like we would love that um if you love these podcasts especially on apple and spotify if you leave us a five-star review we would really appreciate that all right let's head back to the podcast um, i hope i hope so that they better come out fast because i know because the problem is it's like singing playing basketball is not a safe thing to be honest yeah, with you yeah it's- it's not. And I feel because a lot of these kids, they don't want to go play golf. They don't want to go play tennis. Right. <laughs> you know? no. Not to be mean. It's just they want to. Yeah, I know. I know. It's like wrestling. We're not going to be doing a lot of wrestling. So, yeah, I know. Yeah, wrestling might be out the question, unfortunately. But, like, yeah. it, it, it's tough. And, you know, she was like, uh, she was like, I'm not going to pay this amount of money if they're not wearing masks. So I said, listen, some parents don't want the mask like they they'll they don't mind you wearing the mask but like they don't want it mandatory you right know? some people want it mandatory so it's kind of like where and she was like well you can't bend over backwards for everybody and i'm like well, where do i find the common ground right <laughs> and what and i'm surprised there aren't restrictions is it are there not restrictions on wearing masks or there are or aren't um it it's a mixture of both so like we haven't gotten any new guidelines since july so okay. like you they're know, waiting they're waiting they're, yeah i don't know what they're waiting for because all of new york city is like they're anxious they're ready to get basketball going like it's you got people that are you have some organizations going to jersey going to pa that are playing in tournaments and like some of us that are actually trying to follow the rules for right, right. now we're staying put and then every, we get the flat because like we're not going out but everybody yeah. else out and it's it that's what i'm saying it's so sensitive coach and you know i've been doing okay with it so well i'm not not i but we have been doing okay with it so far and it's you know getting thrusted into this position you know so here's here's my here's my perspective on this is this is probably the best you are learning this is baptism by fire um no i'm just and and not and i'm not making light of covid i'm saying part of being a coach is if it's not COVID, it's something else like Johnny's not playing enough or you're doing the wrong thing here. So this is a really good life thing for you as a coach um, because there's always a fine line. Do I play seven kids? Do I play nine kids? Do I run this offense? Do we play this team? I mean, so it's good. I mean, you're learning it's a political – It's a, 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 if you become a high school coach or a college coach, it's a political job. Like, mm-hmm. I'm ahead of my, my program, which has, a, you know, a JV coach and a sophomore coach, a freshman coach. The buck stops with me. So it's a, there's a political part to this job, whether people want to admit it. Um, so that's what you're – you're learning that fine line. It's not easy, but um, from everything bad, something good comes. That's kind of my theory in life, but – um I hope so, so know that know that you're learning something even though it's a pain in the bud um, uh, it, it is and yeah. i mean so we we put out a game schedule honestly because people are asking when are games when are games when are games and if we can't if we don't have an answer for them it's kind of like we don't have a plan so right. i was right. like okay well let's put out a game schedule so i looked up tournaments in jersey that are happening like two yep. in Pennsylvania. It's like, okay, if we put this out, let's say, you know, based on state guidelines, if we don't get this by this, then we can't play in that tournament. So I right. thought that was a very smart idea for yep. us to do. So, I mean, that kind of 
put it kind of it pacified a couple parents. It does. You just gotta you just gotta kind of hold them off until you know more, basically. Right. So I, I mean, agree. It, it's been going okay, but I know, like, as a young coach, like as as you know, I'm 23. Like, it's being put in front of a program to run it. I like it's it it's coach. I I I'm I'm stressing. Like, I, that's why I look to you for like you know mentorship and leadership. I'm here, like I. No, I get it. And the thing is, here's here's the issue too. Is like, was 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 Mark able to help you with like, how do you feel about the administrative part of it? The administrative part, it's hard. I will say because it, we already have a bad perception. Well, the administration has a bad perception. So okay. coming into it, it's kind of like, all right, how can I help? Or how how can I clean it up? They're very they're, they're disorganized. And and put it blankly, it's it's non-basketball people running a basketball organization. Okay. And it's like, <laughs> and it's it's stressful because like you know we could have done stuff with gear already. Not now, but we could have done stuff with gear. We haven't ordered jerseys yet, but like we need to order jerseys. Like we are trying to get A and B teams, but like finding gym space in the city is hard to do. Oh, you know? I can't imagine how finding gym space is now. Yes. Oh my god. It's 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 like it's death out. It's it's like the And I have a couple of teachers members. I I know I know a couple of them have said the high schools have been shut down. Mhm. Yeah. So, so they're the, I'm not even sure they're going to have a season. Yeah, so in the D, the Department of Education, they they have their buildings aren't open, but where we practice, it's a Catholic school or it's a Ukrainian school. So they're okay. completely separate. Okay. So that's where we kind of have the benefit but also too it's just like a catholic high schools are looking are looking to see by we're looking to have a season by january that's what you said which is i understand i get that you know so i'm kind of in the standpoint of okay it's probably going to be no fans socially distant you know i don't know how that works but like you know (laughs) here we are i mean the problem is they're trying to they're they're doing like you they're trying to give people some hope right is is what they're trying to do they're trying yeah. to give people hope. Yeah, yeah. I know. And like, yeah. Especially with kids, like, you know, just don't want to disappoint them. And talk Mark, Mark with, Coach Mark was saying how you guys are pretty much, like, that's it. You're like, you guys are, like, we're shutting down for the year. And, like, I was like, are you, are you talking about the younger kids? Are you talking about high school? He's like, no, high school too. And I was like, really? Yeah, I don't think we're going to play. I really don't. Um, I wish I wish I had a different – First of all, I'm a stats teacher, so I do numbers all day. I, I, I'm not super confident. And, and the problem is we're in warm, we're in, we're in cold, we're, we're in cold. I mean, you can't, like, we're all going inside and, I mean, it's going to be 43 in Wisconsin tomorrow. Like, could snow this weekend, who knows. But what I'm saying in January, everyone's going inside. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's the main thing. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I think that's going to be one of the issues that that you have probably. Um, but no, do you have any specific questions for me? Hey, yeah. coach. I know we were talking but, about uh, administrative side. So I'm curious with the five kids that I, I, I will have a couple of kids, 13 kids, and they're all guards. So I was thinking okay. we should run a complete five out. That's what they naturally do. But I kind of want to run it. Like I really love the dribble drive. I know you're kind of like oh, so so about it. But like, no, they- I'm not. I run. I run. I run a hybrid. Like I, I have a little bit of dribble drive. I have a little bit of read and react, and I have a little bit of the Princeton. 
I haven't, I haven't named it yet, but it's something like that. Um, no, I like the dribble drive. Uh, I mean, that's an easy, that's, I mean, that's basically the read and react. You're just, you're just adding some more dribbles to it. And, um, but the, but the true dribble drive tends to have a post opposite the ball. Right, which is I was under, which is I was thinking in my head. So I have a kid that gained weight during quarantine. <laughs> join, join the club. It was it was eight pounds for me. So yeah, I, I get it. I know I get it. Go ahead. <laughs> he, he was skinny when I last saw him, and now he's just fat. I'm gonna be honest. So he's fat. So I mean, he's get, getting his conditioning, his legs back under him. So I'm thinking of just putting him as like the technically the big, but like he could shoot a little bit. So like I'm kind of like, all right, what if I just ran a four out one in with him as technically the big, you know, the, the one that is setting because he when I was teaching them the uh, pick and roll situations, how to hedge ball screens, like he hit me pretty hard with some screens. Like yeah, I, you could put him in. What happens if he gets in foul trouble? So that's another thing I was thinking of too. So <laughs> should I just run a five out? I, I, I think you should. I think you can do that with him a little bit and maybe just work with him being opposite the ball. Um, but I would just run the dribble drive with five out. You can do that. Um, they'll sag a little bit more on that side. So the, the, the guys opposite the ball got to be really active and you got to do some sets out of that. Um, but I mean, I mean, if you want, I mean, it depends on how much he's going to play and, you know, things happen. So, you, I don't know if you want to build your whole dribble drive around having him be your one post opposite the ball. Um, I mean, you can definitely have two options. You can be a four by one and a five by O. Oh, but, um, yeah, I think that's a great – I mean, I love – I like the dribble drive. I just I – I had a couple of years where I didn't have any guys that could dribble, so I couldn't run it. I couldn't, I couldn't run any variation of it, that's for sure. They're horrible. So how do I so how do I format that then? Because like you have the um, you have yeah go ahead I can see. So like you have you have the guard. I know it's in red, but like you have a guard, you have a wing, you got an. Yep, you'd have you'd have the two wing. Yep, you'd have the five guys out like that. Yep. Right. So like, how would you incorporate the loop and the? Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Other way. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where's the ball? So the ball could be like up top or like at yep, least so he's going to drive until he stops and then he's going to cut through and they're just going to fill in. It's just like the read and react. So what, so would he just come here for a loop and. Yep. And then he's going to loop back behind because they're not going to cheat off those guys in the corner. Those guys in the corner are like gold. Mm-hmm. So they're not coming off those guys. And then it, it's almost like you've seen it. It's almost like a, a weave up top. Mm-hmm. So um, you would get it here. And then once this wing get it, he would try to dribble to the opposite. Yep, and then he's going to come back. And then if it goes to the corner, yep, if the ball's on that wing and it goes to the corner. So let's say the ball's on that left wing and it goes to the corner, right? Yep, he's going to just cut through everyone else's. Yeah, yeah, and then he's going to be able to drive to the basket. Oh, so what you're saying is when the ball's here, the five is going to, what, Take it, it. Yeah, he can backdoor. He if they, it's gonna. You're gonna have to work on reads on that. Like, what's okay. gonna? Where's that defender when that guy has the ball? So it's really <laughs> hard without without seeing. So when that ball's on that wing, you have the 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 baseline guy's gonna have to decide: Am I gonna creep up on number five out there, mm-hmm. or am I gonna help on the drive? Okay. You know what I'm saying? So if he helps, then you kick it to the five. If he doesn't help, you attack, and then five can fill. Or the or 
yeah, the, those rotations can be any way you want, to be honest with you. So in terms of in – ter- so let's say, let's say the five is here, right? He has the yep. ball on offense. Let's say the deny the baseline. So, like, would he just have to bring the ball back out? Yeah, then- he, oh, he's going to drive the baseline until he gets stopped. But the other gu- that wing is going to fill behind him. Oh, okay. So, like, all right, so the five's here. He drives. He drives. He's going to fill behind, and everyone else is going to just shift. Okay, so then they're coming here, here, and then here. Yeah. And then once he kicks the ball out to the wing, then the five can, I guess, go to the opposite corner. Okay. You just got to – and to be honest with you, it's a little bit of like – you just got to fill the spots. Right. So you got to teach them. And then it's really about reads. Like, if you're not going to stop me, I'm going to keep going. That's why they call it the dribble drive. It's mm-hmm. when you stop me, I got to be able to pivot and find somebody. So – you got to spend a lot of time on that stop and pivot. Okay, and they're pretty good with that. I teach them jump stop. Oh yeah, that's all they. Pl- this is that's all they play in the parks right there. That's all they do. Whenever they do play pickup, they're basically running dribble drive in a okay. lot of respects. So how would I incorporate like a fist of ball screens? Like it's the guard is he. Okay, I'm trying to feel like I'm. Yeah, I got it. It's here, right? Yep. If he comes for a ball screen, let's say the corner guy can come. Well, not the yeah, no, it'd guy. be a wing guy probably would come set the ball screen if you're going to do it. It'd be like a horn set in in, in uh, Princeton. Okay, because I was yeah, watching the set and I saw that too. Yeah, it'd be like a horn set. You basically run like a horn set and then you, everyone else is – so but what I'm saying is you want to run it, especially when you run five out, it's very similar to the read and react in the sense that you're filling all the spots. Mm-hmm. But then you're – what am I doing? I'm grabbing a little bit of Princeton here by running the horn set up high. Um, and then I'm still doing the dribble drive. So, um, yeah, play with it is what I would tell you. Okay. Um, I've been yeah. doing this for a while. Oh, I'm sorry. I feel like I kind of. Oh, Rex, Rex sent me a text. I don't know where he went. That's okay. No worries. Oh, okay. I talked to him the other day. Okay. Cause I was like, geez, I feel I wasn't trying to, you know. Now he was talking to somebody. I don't know what happened. I'll, I'll see. He sent me a message. So I had another, my, my friend and I, we were talking about a play last night and I, I could tell you about it. So I just wanted to know your thoughts. So you have a guard up top. Yep. You have a wing. Uh, let's say you have another guard. Let's say you have a five man. Actually, no, okay. sorry. You have the shooting guard or the two guard up here. Let's say you have the five here. Oh, no, he must. I messed that up. The wing is in the corner. The five is here. And you have the post player, right? So, okay. he, was saying, uh, so he was saying if you pass it to the five, right? This guard would then come – well, too hard. He would come right here to the free throw line. Yeah. And the post would come to the free throw line to set an elevator screen. Right? Oh, that's good. Elevator screen's a good screen. Yeah. yeah. So he was saying and once this five catches it, the he could this five could dribble towards the wing to do like a dribble handoff. Yep. Come come around. So once that dribble handoff happens, this guard can either back door to get a layup or he'd come up from the elevator screen to get a pass from the guard. Right. So I like that. I like that. As long as they can handle the rock, because there's a lot of moving pieces there. As long as they can handle the rock, that will work. Okay. And if, then, if they're if they're if they're shaky with the rock, it could get messy. But it, th- that will work. And okay. then if they cheat on it, if they cheat on it, then the guy on the right of the elevator will slip to the basket and get a layup. That guy right there. If they right. cheat through that elevator, there's no one over there to help right? There's literally no one. So they'll, once you run it once, they'll cheat 
he sets it again, and then he slips, and you just give him a little bounce pass, he'll score a layup. Oh, okay. All right. Because they'll thinking- cheat on that. They'll, 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 you might get the elevator one, um, but after the first time, they're either going to jam him so much that he's not going to be able to even get there. They're just going to, like, ride him, and he won't be able to get through. Mm-hmm. Or if he does get close, they'll cheat on it, fake it, and then lay up. You'll get a layup every time. Okay, because we were thinking the post – but what, like, we were thinking, we actually said the same thing in terms of slipping to come down to the opposite block, even for the point guard. And then the post can come back. You say, sorry, I think yeah, it, you could flare. I'd flare to the other wing, probably, is what I would do. I wouldn't flare high because there's already a guy coming through the elevator. I'd mm-hmm. flare to the wing on the side for the, for the post. Yeah, guard. yeah. So then you got to skip, you got a good skip, and he's got that whole wing to himself over there. There's no one over there. Okay, so you want to think space when you're drawing these up on napkins uh, in a bar on a Saturday night with your friends. You always want to think spacing. Um, If I had a nickel for every one of those I've drawn up in my career, I'd be a rich man. But um, yeah, they're fun. I mean, it's fun. And then you then and, and that's what I would advise to any young coaches do that with your friends, because They'll counter you. Good ones will counter you. Like, I'll do this. Well, no, you'll do this. I'll do this. And that makes you start thinking about the spacing and stuff. You'll, it's chess. You're basically playing chess, but it's better than chess. Because, you know, he brought it up to me. He didn't think about the backdoor cut. But I was right. thinking, especially here, if you do a dribble handoff, a dribble handoff and you have it here in the wing, if this guard brings yep. his defender up and then back cuts, that's a layup easily. And then even, too, if they don't get this, if that layup doesn't happen, they have the elevator screen to come up. You know, so okay. that's what I'm saying. Like, he, he just – he was thinking straight of the elevator screen. But yeah. I was like, well, you back door cut if you're right there because then – No, I like that. The layup that, you know – I field. do. I like right. that. All right. Because we were like, we were like, is this good? <laughs> we were like, this No, it's good. The thing right. is, here's what I'm going to tell you, too. The good ones sometimes don't look good on paper, but look good in person. And sometimes the ones that look really good on paper are horrible. So you know, just, you got to try it. Just do it and see what you'll, you'll quick do it once or twice. You'll know if it's going to work or not. Okay. I just With, with I, live defense. Right. I just wish I could do it in a game to see. If it's you can't. The only way you can do that is, and you can kind of simulate that in practice is take half of them down to one end do it without the other half seeing it and just don't even have them walk through it. Just say, you're this person, you're this person practice. Like it's a timeout and then go play it against five defenders. Mm. Um, and you'll know that first time, as long as you got five guys that can run stuff on the fly, you'll know if it's going to work. Okay. All right. So All right. I'm happy that you like this coach. I'm I do. I do. All right. Let me know. Um, let me know if you have any other questions. I'm going to go off and have dinner. Uh, I think, but, all just, right. Last question. I just wanted to yep. know, scrimmage wise, um, is it? Do you think it's good for them to like as long as they know their teammates? Do you think it's good for them to scrimmage themselves? Yes. Okay. Just yes. like and you can work and you can work on stuff in your scrimmage. So, um, yeah, for sure. I love scrimmaging. And then like bring like maybe like a ref or two and then like interest squad. Yeah, yeah, I let them. I let them have to hack the crud out of each other. To be honest with you, but yeah, you can. If you want to do live scrimmage, then for sure bring in an official. But a lot of time, I just let them go. Okay, I've been letting them go. I've been letting them go so far, but like I just want to make sure like they get some. Extra yeah, especially as you're prepping for a tournament or something like that, then you maybe want to, you know, here's how we're going to run timeouts. Here's how we're going to do this. Blah blah blah. And it's always good to have an official to do that. So, okay. okay.
Awesome. Well, yeah, no problem, Coach. See ya. Bye. Yeah, bye. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that. If you want to support us, you want to help us get the lights on here at teachups.com, go over, join, 14-day free trial, and then stop the car, subscribe, like, Apple five-star review. That would be good. All right. Maybe. Have a good day. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello. It is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.